This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Book Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three-time weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Interest Channel Football Club, available on video and podcast. My name is Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday slash Sunday for this <laughs> flagship show with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes reverent but always informative hour of football conversation. Make your Monday a blue Monday. Dave, it's 9.16 in the morning. Oh, it takes us back, mate. It takes me back to the early days of the pod where you you, you, were, you used to, you were out gigging then, weren't you? You are in your gigging phase back yeah. then and it just used to be, um, Dave, just be on alert, be ready when we, you know, when we can do it. So it could be. Well, I was living a, in Ipswich a, then as well. I mean, you were I? living in Ipswich yeah. to be fair. I wasn't hacking up to Aylesbury or wherever, or London <laughs> Coney. But it was like, um, it could be like, we used to, it could be nine. On, you, about this time, you used to do a lot around about this time, didn't we? Yeah, and normally I would have got in in about 3 a.m. Yeah, or something. Yeah, you were, you were in a pretty shit state usually. But <laughs> no, you know, sleep-wise, I must say, sleep-wise. So yeah, it was, uh, this takes us back. Quite nice. Um, Dave, how's your international... How's your international weekend? No different, really. Didn't watch the game. Uh, <laughs> Neither did any England fans, apart no, from those ones but, on the hill. Oh, that was heroic, weren't they? Christ Almighty! They so they um they basically travelled all that way and uh, you know obviously expensive flights and stuff to stand on a hill and watch the team. Fair play. Um, now I must confess I did see a bit of it and we looked like we had the better of it, didn't we? Hit the bar. Didn't I think Kane see. hit the bar and Rashford missed his usual guilt-edge chances, but uh, I, yeah, I, I, I saw 10, 15 minutes. People fall into two camps on, on International Weekend, Dave, and I think you probably fall into the camp that I fall in, because you do two podcasts a week and go to yeah. 1.5 games per week. When it gets to International Break, I'm like, right, I'm down. going to the zoo, Shut I'm down. watch a movie. Yeah. Oh, you went to the zoo, yeah, where'd you go, whereabouts? Shepworth in Cambridgeshire. Never heard of it. It's, Good. it's it's near a fish place, so we got another fish as well. Ah, uh, fish yeah. accumulation. Fish accumulation. But um, we do um, appreciate and admire all the people that did the non-league day thing because I think they make they make quite a bit more money on non-league day than, and I think that does well for the old grassroots, Dave. 
I was um, I was painting my shed. Otherwise, I would have been. As it was nice day, and today was supposed to be shite. So, as it was a nice day, otherwise I'd have definitely gone. Probably I might have gone down to um, Felix Day played Sudbury. That's quite a big game, yeah. you know. Alone, I'd probably gone along to that yesterday. What's um, in your shed? What's in my shed? Yeah. Um, oh God, you know, your Paint. garden stuff, lawn mat, yeah, uh, yeah, general garden. Does it stuff. smell of engine oil? Unfortunately, not. No, my dad used to, though, bless him. Uh, yeah, he said he was always, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no, not me, no, no, no. Oh, actually, yes, it does, yes, it would, because I've got a lawnmower in there, so, yeah, it would smell a bit of that, I suppose. Lovely but, yeah, stuff. so that was my Saturday afternoon, Um, and today, you say you've got, like, the You've old got Storm, Storm Callum over, over here, but it's it's not, it's not looking, yeah, not looking too Looks cold. like it might rain, a bit of rain earlier, but that's the weather report. Um, you can tell there's been no football because we've done the weather report, haven't we? Dave, um, Kevin Beattie, the greatest footballer England never had, is being reprinted. Um, talk, to, talk to us a bit about this book, Dave, because you, you lent this to me um, a few years ago, didn't you? Um, talk to me about this book and give it a bit of a plug for uh, Rob the author, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic, Rob Finch. So, it was, yeah, it takes him basically in his, pretty much in his, well, it is, in his own words, Um from his early days, well, right from his, so it starts with a forward by Sir Bobby Robson, fantastic, as you'd expect, and then just, just takes it, takes it right through, I believe it kicks off with the Manu debut, does that, no, it doesn't, it kicks off right at the very start, when it come, comes through, through Carlisle, playing in junior football and stuff like that, it's a fantastic read, what I love about this book, on the back of this book, it's got, which is always, <laughs> always what moves me, really, on the back of this book, it's got all the quotes from, um, from the great, so, you know, Kevin Beatty, Bobby Robson. Kevin Beatty's the finest player in England have produced during my time in the game. Um, Brian Clough, oh, you'd have loved this. I'd have loved for you to come and play in one of my teams. Uh, Bobby Charlton, you remind me of the great Duncan Edwards. So, you know, and, and on and on, you know. So, great book, great read. I recommend that one. Brilliant. So, Dave, you can get that on Amazon, but if you read the TWTD article, they'll waive your postage if you, oh, if you do a code or a email or something. So, oh, that's um, fantastic. Yeah, have a look no, at that. Um, Dave, Guion Edwards has been added to this week's Welsh squad for their Nations League games. Obviously, good news. How does this benefit player and club? Um, I mean, both, really. I guess it must boost his confidence, you know. Um, And I think we'd all agree, you might cover this in a little while, but out of all the new signings, he's probably had the the biggest impact. Um, Can only be good for good for him to boost his confidence and and in that you know and they're not going to affect that that is good for the team as well i believe he appeared i think i read somewhere did he not appear in a well squad two or three seasons ago even when he was crawley maybe yeah i think even before he's at peterborough young for it to be 20 must have been probably yeah i think when he was um even this preceded his um yeah, his um, Peterborough career, I think. So he could, could have been at Crawley then. Yeah, does I mean, it bump the value up these days, Dave? Or does it not matter quite as much as it used to? <sighs> I'm not really sure. I don't think so. Wales, I'm not. No, no disrespect, but no, I don't. I, I don't see it. No, he's really. a winger working with Ryan Giggs and Gareth Bale. So that's got. To, oh, that's a very good point. Well, yeah. good. Well thought through there. Yeah, that's got to help, hasn't it? Has Although Bale was, I think Bale was absent for they played Spain, didn't? Yeah, they played Spain, didn't they? Bale clearly wasn't there and they lost 4-1, which is not surprising against Spain. <laughs> um, Sky TV have moved Ipswich Town versus West Brom from the 24th of the 23rd to November. Um, lovely payday for the club, but unfortunately, this was the day Blue Monday Live after three years of podcasting. I heard, was, I heard that. I heard that. I immediately contacted Sky and cancelled my subscription. <laughs> and um, 
And I think someone someone said, surely, is this the time to um, revisit, bring back the shit list? Um, I'll 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 have a think about it. I'll have a think. <laughs> oh about yeah, actually, it. Yeah. sorry. Yeah, you, you've got to think thoroughly about <laughs> that. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll get over that one. Go yeah. On. Yeah. We'll get past um, that. So yeah, here's the elephant <laughs> in the room. So the um event. We'd always planned the event to be after a game. So the idea was people come in and take the game in and then come to the event. We tried to pick a game that we thought was going to be exciting. We loved the way West Brom are playing and scoring loads of goals. And they're likely to be either first, second or third. So we'd planned it all out beautifully. We'd sold quite a lot of tickets. Um, Everything was lovely. Um, Obviously... We can't do the event on the 24th, you know, because there were people actually um, traveling specifically for the game and the event. So to then... Or some for the event and the game. Yeah. So um, for them to then stay over for another night and get it just gets ridiculous, you know, to hear us talk about football. Um, I've gone back and forth with the with the venue. Um, we didn't want to do anything too close to Christmas because we know... Um, people have got presents to buy and um, yeah, yeah. got to go shopping at the weekends. Uh, the venue could do the Wigan game or the Rotherham game, and we wanted to also offer, you know, um, yeah. something where the game was a bit exciting to come to. And we know exactly what Rotherham are going to do. We we could do Harry and Rich's show right <laughs> now and tell you four yeah. five one and you know Trump gets yeah. a set place also Dave in January people are a bit short of money and yeah. um, want to wait for that first payday so here's what's going to happen um, after the Norwich game on the 10th I believe it's Derby on the Wednesday and then Stoke City on the Saturday February the 16th so there's going to be absolutely shitloads to talk about um, hopefully not loads and loads of defeats so the event is going to be rescheduled. Um, we haven't announced this yet. Um, it's going to be rescheduled for February the 16th after <laughs> Ipswich play Stoke City. Now, if you've already bought a ticket, and uh, we know we we literally had people coming from America and Italy, so we know we're going to get some <laughs> refunds. Um, if you already bought a ticket and you can't make the um, you can't make the new uh, date, obviously we'll refund you your money um i think the best way to do this is to contact us via twitter we'll follow you and then we'll do it via dm because emails and whatnot we would love those people who already had tickets um to try and you know just reschedule and get to the second event obviously if you can't come we understand and we'll refund you your money it's an absolute nightmare for us we'd put a lot of work into it um what it does mean, though, is I think that um, more of the, the Blue whole, Monday team... The whole team. The whole, the whole team, team is... will be able to be there. So Rich and Mikey <laughs> weren't going to be able to make the first one. Um, and, Dave, I think the uh, we, we were already surprised. We were pretty much half sold um, and a month away. So um, we think giving it a little bit longer, the season's yeah, run a good. bit longer. Perfect good. Christmas present, Dave. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now I think um, you're right. Giving it a little bit more notice, we may get more more punters, more punters in. Really, um, all we yeah, can say is, as we've... we said, West West Brom is probably looking at the fixtures. Norwich apart, which has gone probably the most attractive 
fixture of the season probably. But hey, you know, Stoke, um, you know, just come down from the prem- from the Premier League. So yeah, still got some great players there. Um, and we, all we can do is say we're we're sorry it got cancelled. We know some people were annoyed, but there's outside of our control, as they say, absolutely nothing, nothing we could do. And thank you because I didn't find out from uh, immediately. I think it was Thursday. My Yo. phone starts Yo, going. I think Joe put something on WhatsApp. Joe Fair. Yeah, and I we just got a that. whole load of tweets. What's happening with the live event? So, um, thank you for all the interest. Um, yeah. Dave, Rob Chandler is a superstar. Ipswich Town announcer Rob Chandler has become nearly as popular as Dave and Marcus Stewart in in podcast folklore. So we did a um, we did an interview podcast with Rob. Um, we filmed it last week to put out this week, and it's gone over an absolute absolute storm, Dave. Did you get a chance to listen to it? I did. He came across brilliantly, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely brilliantly. Yeah, it was good. It was really, between <clears throat> two of you, it was really, <clears throat> excuse me, really natural. Just just came over really well, didn't he? And interesting, I didn't realise he was an Ipswich lad, born and bred. I never realised yeah, that. Yeah. I never realised that. So he's an Ipswich lad that obviously got his break north of the border, didn't he? So um, Rob's been, been the announcer now for 20 years, so he comes yeah. at it from a really unique position. He's the only person in the world that has seen it from, from, you know, yeah. from, from that particular yeah. position. He's got some really great stories. Um, the podcast got great feedback, good ratings oh, as well. Um, it's a great listen that, uh, we'll probably, we'll probably revisit with Rob, um, somewhere, somewhere down the line as well, but do check that out on the feed. I know a lot of people, just listen to the flagship show or just listen to the preview show or whatever but do check out we chuck in a podcast special every now and then and that certainly was no, a was, good one he was super super yeah very so good. dave here's the plan today is mailbag so um we we got in contact on on friday and i'm like should we do a pod then dave rather than have the week off and you're like yeah okay fine what what are we going to do though um, <laughs> what are we going to talk about so yeah. yeah then it's like should we do mailbag and uh, will we get enough will we get enough questions yes we have enough questions dave. well this is this is where it differs from the early days of the pod i remember when we used to put you know thinking now was sunday morning i'd be sitting in the pod bunker with you and we'd be sort of fielding questions said right questions and there'd be like three or four mm. <laughs> and that's all right okay on we go but uh, no, it's, uh, that's great. Always hundreds. And I think um, sometimes people get a bit irritated with us because we're on like segment seven of 11 of the podcast. And that's the questions. And we rush through and we don't answer yeah. them. And you no, have to understand um, to, to break the fourth wall a bit. I'm looking at a clock on my screen here. Dave can't see it, but I'm looking at a clock and as it ticks past the one hour mark <laughs> and we're not even got to the questions. Um, yeah. So. We're going to try and do our absolute best here. So let's start, Dave. Fire uh, away. Fire. This is at, uh, Lee at Ginger Eagle 73. Does David like his new light or does he feel uncomfortable now people can see him? Oh, that's a nice question. I like, I love my new light. I've got it on. Uh, obviously, re- um, recording different time of day today because usually in recent in recent weeks it's been twilight and the old light up there not so good. So yeah, I'm enjoying my new. I'm enjoying my new light. Thanks, Lee. Thank and, you. And we do have to say. We're just blokes who like football, and we've all had to learn about cameras and audio <laughs> and filming and, and lighting and computers. So we try our absolute best to make this no, production we do. We do. not look I think, completely I think, I think shabby and awful. I think Ben had let it go far enough before he got totally fed up. Before, right, <laughs> I'm going to meet you at half time. Here's a light. 
use it. Oh, I only did that because I've got a lovely one now no, pointing no, right in my I face. Um, yeah, you've got a second question, Dave. What do you oh. make of the Doig rumours that have been floating about? Namely, he's a disruptive influence and has been unsettling people. And this is in the light of Kieran Dyer um, yeah, coming yeah, out coming very out pro out. Hurst and Doig. What very much so. How, uh, um, he does cut an imposing figure, doesn't he? Whether that's because, you know, when you see, you know, I have a, only ever see him, you know, perhaps walk to the dugout with, with Little Paul. So you've got Little Paul down there and Doigies fucking brick shithouse, isn't he? Dave, their touchline manner is total opposite as well. Yeah. Hurst is... Yeah. You know, standing observing with his arms folded and yeah, I think sorry, yeah, I think they almost come across as that good cop, bad cop. That's a persona I see, you know. Um, look, you know, whether there has been something in there in the uh, you know, that no doubt they have ruffled a few feathers, and him in particular has obviously ruffled a few feathers in the early, early part of the season. I mean, it must be strange for someone like Chambers, who obviously played with him. Forest, yeah. albeit not for very long, I think. So that must be odd in itself, especially with Chambers being such a, you know, a sort of leading figure. Well, the well, captain, you know, lead, leading figure within the team. So I don't, I don't really think there's there's much in that. Any new, I think any new regime going into a going into a football club is going to upset <laughs> some of the players. There's, there's, that's a given, I think. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think, he, like I said, I think he comes across by his look. He comes across quite an imposing, in-your-face kind of guy. And if that's his persona, that's what it is, you know. And Dave, cu- coupled with that, one, we were bottom of the league. Um, so that always brings stuff out. And two, yeah. the previous regime was very, very much based on camaraderie oh. Oh. and man management. And yeah, that, it, it... no, absolutely right. You know, I mean, for instance, and I know we've spoken about this and I think this was born very much out of frustration, that second game of the season, the Exeter away game when, you know, when the manager comes on. And let's face it, I think we said a bit about it on the pod, actually. Bloody hell, he's, he's digging players out. And you can almost mm. tell the players he was digging out there, you know. But well, we haven't had because, that for five years. But never would have happened. Never would have happened. You're right. He was very And, and look at the Eddie Amy thing. And that's the thing. Sorry, Ben. That's the thing at the end of the McCarthy. Um, I've said it. There you go. At the end of the regime, that, that, was, it, it, that became so so intense, you know, us against them. It was just, yeah. that's probably in the end what, what was a downfall, really, where it I, all went wrong. I was just going to mention, and McCarthy falling over himself to protect Addy Amy and not reveal, and then uh, the yeah. new regime's like, well, well some people's suppose, pain threshold is different to others, you know. That's fair enough, and I, and I think, I, I guess with, with, with the previous manager, um, uh, what, Addy Amy had been out for six months, so that, I guess you can sort of, okay, six months, so he's going to be ready for the new season sort of thing. Now, when he's not ready for the new season, and apparently he's nowhere near ready for the new season, as we understand, you know, it's going to get more, you know, that that, that line of thought is going to get more and more intense, isn't it, you know? Um, I think I'll lead on this one, Dave. This is shag, marry or kill. Um, oh, I saw this. I've, I've got. I thought. I thought about this one. Go on. Yeah. Um. Jonathan Douglas, Bluey, and Paul Jewell. I think the obvious leap is Shag Jonathan Douglas, isn't it? He's well. He's, he's a handsome, got, a handsome fella. But isn't do we? It? Can I just stop you there? Do we think? Obviously, Bluey's not real, is he? Do we oh, think the do, person under? No. <laughs> do we I'm, think? I'm, per, do we think the person under Bluey might be female? Oh. What? Well, so I could marry them. Okay. Um. So I'm going to marry Bluey, and I'm afraid Paul Jewell's going to get—he's going to get the other, the other one. But I think, I think that's where we're going to go with that. Moving Probably. on, Dave. Um, yeah. <laughs> Matty Chaplin, where do you think we will finish this season? I still think we could finish in the top ten. 
Uh, very much, very unlikely. I don't see that, Matty, at all. Very, very unlikely. Um, after the win last, and I think again we'll we'll move on to this. I've seen some of the questions. This this will become apparent in a, the next few questions, perhaps. I think after the win last week, which was very, let's face it, unexpected. Huge game coming up this week against QPR. Massive. You know, you win that, you win that, and you think, okay, here, there we go. You don't get a good result in that game. I'm going to say you're back to square one, but again, you know, tension's going to rise again, isn't it? I don't see his top 10 now. No, not this season. I think if you're right, Matt, he will be, will be cock oh, a hoop on the last be, podcast. Oh, well, what, well, what, what a run we look from where we are. What a great run we'd, we'd have had for the last 34 games. We'd have been. Mm. Very you know, true, very true. Point and um, a half a game, probably. Trevor Hewlett. Uh, attendance is down, atmosphere up, following hashtag new era. To attract more fans, does ITFC do something radically different, or is it as simple as wins equals bums all seats? Would fans improve results? Is there a correlation between attendance and success? It's the other way around, isn't it? Yes, of course it is. Yeah, you're more wins, you'll get you'll get yeah, you know, you more wins, climb the league, you'll get you'll get more people there, of course you will. I you think know, we've discussed have... this before, Dave, about the the hardcore of ten, eleven thousand who no matter what they say, how much they moan, they they're gonna they're gonna be there. And also I'm sorry, last season, if if we'd have had another, you know, another season like we had, if we if we'd had a Daryl Murphy, if, if Waghorn had suddenly become a Daryl Murphy or one of them become a Daryl Murphy and scored 27 goals last year, and we'd have been pushing for the pushing for the playoffs last year in and around like that 14-15, admittedly playing the same brand of football. Um, sorry, you're not saying we wouldn't have had 20,000 in there most weeks. We do would think, have done. Do you think it, I'll say 20,000, but you know, going back, thinking of what the attendance was 14-15. Sure, we would have done. And well, maybe, you know, you would not have had so many people would have been, OK, I wish we were playing. I wish we were playing more open attractive football. But hey, we're winning. So mm. it'd still be here. And what about what about, say, for, for kids or, you know, in, in terms of drawing? Is there anything with schools or um, I remember the Birmingham game last season? They did something with the NHS or, or whatnot. Could, could they be doing? Cause, I think uh, they probably do, don't they? Do they my not my argument is if the seats are... If the seats are empty, and, oh, I fill them at any, you, yeah, at any cost. You know, you're yeah. still going to sell cups of tea to the kids' um, parents and whatnot. And make I mean, a they do, they, anyway, they do it occasionally. I think, I think there's one of they, yeah, they do. It. I think this uh, this game, QPR game, have got what this ticket the pricing ticket. thing on where you can yeah. kind of season ticket. Is it right? You can buy three extra tickets for a tenner, I think each, which is great. And I think, and you notice, I mean, QPR generally bring more supporters anyway. They generally they'll bring fifteen hundred, whatever they'll bring. I'm sure they'll sell out their allocation. They pretty much always do. So Saturday, then I would have thought, and on the back of last week's result, I would have hoped for, you know, a seventeen thousand crowd there, maybe pushing something like mm. that. Is there any uh, is there any uh, legs, Dave, in the argument that um, in say ninety five ninety Six. So you're down from the Premier League. You're oh, yeah. uh, Burley's entertainers season, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of crowds under under ten thousand there. Is is there any argument to say that the ninety seven to two thousand and five period was just just a very hot high period, and we're 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 not that far off the the natural crowd, and really the only thing that is going to bump that towards twenty thousand um, would be another successful period no I, I totally agree yeah absolutely 
Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, and you've got to say the brand of football under Burley during that period was just, you know, for most of that period, and and obviously Royal afterwards for two or three seasons was, that was fantastic, wasn't it? You know, you don't appreciate it. We always said that. I help back to the eighties and stuff, but you don't appreciate it till you had to go through what they went through last season. Well, latter seasons are in. Bit of a um, uh, mean question from me, Dave. Is is the ground too big and not fit for purpose? <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay, yeah, you, you're probably right. Well, so, so you know, uh, I, I guess Loftus Road. That's a good. That's a good thing. Loftus Road. Loftus Road with, no, with a nice view. Yeah, with a nice view. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. can hold eighteen thousand. Is it nineteen thousand? So yeah, you should imagine when very rare occasions. I guess when it's full and packed, the place is jumping, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. must be. Um, don't forget, obviously, our ground was redeveloped um, in two thousand and one after we just finished. Well, part of it before then. When we just uh, finished fifth, yeah, you, no, you, you, you're right. You're right. It's very, it's very easy to have 2020 hindsight, isn't it? But I mean, what know. what it does do, I think, sometimes is, uh, and I think we touched on this before. Away teams come in there, thinking, "Oh, this is nice." Yeah. You know, this is, but it's only half when it plays. Perhaps sometimes it being like that plays into the away teams' hands. Leeds are taking seven and a half thousand supporters to Blackburn next week. Yeah, yeah. seven and a half thousand. Yeah, and oh, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. well, how many did they bring here last year? Was it four, four five? The whole of the, the stand, whole of the, top of the stand. More yeah. than Lincoln, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Now, sometimes I just take a look and I look at Rotherham Stadium and I'm like, look, modern, ten thousand, parking, room to, you know, room to build yeah. it up, good view wherever you sit, and you think, right, that's that's the perfect stadium for for Rotherham to have. And then you look at Derby's and exactly the same thing. They can build it up and, you know. Sometimes it feels. Will it happen? I mean, you know, who knows? Who knows? I think. Well, certainly after my time, will it? Will it happen? Do you, you know, obviously they don't. I think is they don't. They don't own the ground, do they? No. No. Um, Paul at Barty UK one. Reading Kieran Dyer's comments about Paul Hurst and Doig, have people gone over the top with their reaction to players not playing from the academy when it appears they both do far more work with the academy than the previous manager? A few things to unpack. An interesting that. one. Yeah, no, that is an interesting one. Um, I mean, I think we were a dis- I was quite disappointed to see the likes of, I think, the two, perhaps were Wolf and and perhaps um, disappear out on loan. I think we said that. And then, you know, Downs, OK, the whole thing about Dazelle, let's park that to one side because now it seems he's, well, seems he's obviously back in the squad now, which is great. And also Downs, I mean, Downs, um, Downs had a Downs came in for was it what's the game he came in and had a bit of a mare was a hull hull away and had a bit of a yeah, mare gave, and that, gave that the ball bit, away for the first gave goal. the ball away I mean, yeah. it's a bit harsh and then he disappeared from a couple of squads but now he's back in he's now back in and I think you said last weekend he came on against Swansea and you could see he really wanted to get hold of the ball admittedly he was only on for the last ten but you know he looked stronger looked more more of a physical had bulked up on his physical side so look so there's for me for me that's that's positive and what I understand and what you read about it. Um, they're pretty much attending all 23 games and seemingly some of the under 18 games as well. You know, um, whether the previous manager management did or not, I can't really recall. But and it seems in, in you know, you read again, you read it on social media that, oh, at the 23 games, um, Brian Clues up in the stand with Chris Doig and they're laughing and joking and, you know, everything seems fine. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. Everyone would love to see our our young our young players coming through, but you know, yeah, I think you have to temper that with when is the right time. 
personally, I'm really disappointed about Nidham not not being in and around the squad because I really think he's got potential. And he's, you know, he's gone to St Johnston. Seemingly, he's not he's not playing. Um, I think I, I think oh, I saw something pop up the other day. Oh, Nidham scored, and he looked. Oh, it's for their St Johnston's under 23s Dave, or something think, like. Do you think Nidham is a little bit? Um, I get the impression, and this I think is he's a little bit light. This is probably. this is this is me kind of making well, a lot of leaps. Um, Hurst wants someone strong in the two, and he's not strong enough. He wants yeah. someone really creative in the ten spot, and he's not a wide player. Do you no, know what right. I mean? I, think, I wonder yeah. where where he goes in in where he in fits in. in. Yeah, I mean, my my question, my my issue with it, with regard to squad wise, is, and I think I said this last week. For me, he's exactly the same player as Eden, isn't he? Seems to me exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, okay. Exactly yeah. the same player. So that I can't see why he's not in and around the squad, and Eden is. I, I, I don't know. Eden, perhaps a little bit more experienced, played for the England under twenties, and yeah, I think and of course he's been with Fulham, and I think you touched on it last week as well. It was a very good point. He's been with Fulham. He's trained with Kenny and Johansson. You know, <laughs> but Dave, but, I think a lot of people look at that under twenty squad, and they want to, they want those players, don't they? Yeah, you know, the the one that Dazelle was in. I think that is a real yes, good feather good in the feather yeah, in the Chalabar, cap, isn't it? Um, I think that. Um, no, let, let you know. Let let's see. I mean, it, it seemingly you know they seem to be. Um, what last last weekend, Jack Lancaster, as we said, was on the bench. I think the young fullback was at Clements came came into the squad. So it seems to be that they're, you know, looking to yeah you know, they are looking to use them, but only they'll they'll make that decision when the time's right, when they consider the time's right. I mean, you know, you saw Dazelle's play last weekend. All right, they said really only had perhaps ten, fifteen meaningful touches, but of those oh, three but or four, they're very meaningful. Four, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, in there from their from their point of view, was he then right to go back in? I don't think he was. I don't think he he, he was put back in last week purely because the fans have been shouting for him. I'm sure that's think, not the case. Um, I think Mick Mills argues it very well because he comes at it from the are they better than what what we've got? Absolutely. And I yeah. must say, Mick Mills suffers from the same thing as Gary Neville of going really intense on fullbacks as well. But when you hear him speak about Kenlock, he speaks in oh he loves you know, it great detail and you're like well okay you know you know more about playing fullback than virtually anyone because you know what he says about Kenlock's right you know Kenlock is a far superior player to Knudsen in the final third you know his final ball final third defensive wise from a strength point of view he's not um no (laughs) it's a yeah it's a it's a tricky one very interesting uh yucky brain do you feel the consistency (laughs) in the team selection has helped the team gel um and he adds, do you think Swansea was a fluke and we're going to win another game anytime soon? Do the consistency thing, because Dave, I, I think it has helped the team. Which got the consistency? What? Especially Chalibur and Skews. Oh, yes, that, that yeah. has. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But it was, I think, certainly in the earlier games. No, it was a chopping and changing. It was, it was a massive, <laughs> certainly a massive issue, wasn't it? I mean, wasn't he was making, okay, his early season, but he was making three or four changes per game, wasn't it? Plus I two mean, at half time. <laughs> plus two, yeah, had gone more than one occasion. Um, I think, um, yes, the shell of our skews thing is very important. Um, I think what will become important is the Chambers Enciala. Yeah, that's, got, that's got, not going anywhere, is it? Well, you know, um, and obviously the other thing he's now stumbled on, and again I've said this more than one more than more than one occasion, is the Sears up top, which is which is it's been forced on him really. Mm-hmm. And um well, you know, if he can continue his display at Swansea next Saturday, I think um should have a very good chance. But yeah, it's um but it's certainly the consistency in the team selection early early, early in the earlier games didn't help at all. 
Um, Jack Barham, um, similar. Do you think the win over Swansea is the kickstart to the season? Well, I say, when I say a fluke, um, sorry, going back to the previous question, and it's the same sort of thing. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, yes, it will be. I mean, you were at the game. I mean, the game was a bizarre game. It could have been 8-4, 8-5, couldn't it? I mean, yeah, they had chances yeah, yeah. where the ball, as you said, I think you, you compared it to like the Gaza chance in the Euros. Well, McBurney had three or four of those, didn't he? It was ridiculous, it wasn't it? Yeah. And I know we did. We had one or two. But, you know, perhaps, and I know, you, you you know, in football, luck and you make your own luck. I mean, perhaps last week we did get a bit of the rub of the green for once, which, you know, in some of the games we just haven't. Have we? You know, bizarre mistakes have led to goals and stuff. Um yeah, I think we'll know a little bit more uh, about that result after this coming week's result, I think. Yeah, very, very, very true. Um, this is Dylan. Um, out of Drynan, Morris and Falami, who's off in uh, Australia, Australia uh, yeah. which do you think could break into the first team and which do you reckon will end up leaving without ever playing for the first team? Good question, Nat. Um I'm sorry to say, Stat, I don't... <clears throat> Drynan, I don't, I don't really think... Not that we've seen much of him. Not anyone, no, he's gone I down to a very low... Sutton, Sutton, Sutton United. Okay. Yeah, I think he's likely to go. I mean, Falami came in and showed promise, didn't he? So hopefully, you know, uh, in the future, we'll see him. And was the other... Morris was the other one, yeah? Strike, yeah. Yeah, Morris, yeah. yeah Murray, Morris was... I mean, that little nugget, that little cameo against Blackburn. first game of the season, wasn't it? Blackburn. Yeah. He, well, wow, he's kid. You know, he, he's... Um, you know, he's bulked up and he looked confident. I'm very unlucky not to score when he turned inside and stuff. Um, and I was a bit surprised when they let him go. But again, I can see why to perhaps toughen him up, harden him up a bit if, if he needs that. Mm. Um, so I see those two drying and I don't see. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> this is Dan at Dan George. Uh, two questions. Who's our best left winger? <laughs> left winger? Loaded question, uh, that one, isn't it? Difficult one to answer. Yeah, I don't know. Because the, the, cave, the caveat to that is none of them are really left wingers. No, and what, no, what no, you're answering I mean, is say, who, who is who is the most effective person playing in in that position? Christ Almighty, I don't know. Um, I mean, on the left, you mentioned that. I mean, I quite like Danny Rowe, and I've always liked Danny Rowe. He's predominantly left-footed. But whenever well, if I've you answer the question Dave, directly, Dave, who's our best left-winger? It's probably Danny Rowe, because he's the only one who's actually a left-winger, right? Well, well, well he, but you say he is, but predominantly plays off the right, doesn't he? he plays no, off okay, the right yeah, yeah, fair point. And comes inside on his left foot. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> who's played Crackle? Uh, Who Ward, played? Graham, Eden's been out there, Sears, and Edwards has swapped over on the other side as well. <laughs> I don't think Edwards has been effective swapping over that side. All his best work I've seen him do is in his natural right side position. Um, I'd, I'd really, I'd struggle to answer that one. Really, I really would. Yeah. And Sears, obviously, now he's down the middle. We, we all know that question. No, I'm struggling with that one. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably Eden, and I've barely seen him play there because at least he's naturally left-footed and he seems to play. He can play out there. Bonus question: Any ideas as to why you'll never walk alone was belted out at Wembley on the 90th minute in 2000. I don't remember that. Nor do I. No. No. Um, tweet us Sorry. back. Tweet us back. Dan. Yeah, yeah. Let us know what yeah. the answer. We'll, we'll put that out to put that out to the listeners. Interesting. Um, Sophie, short question: Where do you think we will finish based on our performance so far? Include that caveat: based on our performance so far. Um, where would I? Well, I see us finishing. Um, it's gonna. I think it's. I think it's gonna be tight. I honestly do. I hate to say it. It's gonna be a tight, fraught season. I, I. I just can't see us now on the even on the back of last Saturday. Please, if I'm wrong, I'd love to be wrong. Going on a run of winning three or four, three or four games in a short space of time. Um, 
Yeah, I see as being lower, <laughs> certainly lower than middle. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's going to be a season of, of survival this season, without doubt. Mark, you see, you see the same. You see that, don't you? Sure. Um, to take her question absolutely literally, based on our performance so far, we're you oh. know with the based on we're either going to be relegated or just survive. Or just straight, based yeah. on our performance so far. Yeah, yeah. So to take the question. Well, you're looking at it through rose-tinted glasses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mark Beck, are we putting too much emphasis on the need to quickly grab a free agent striker without giving Sears, Jackson, and even Lancaster time to perform? I think he's referring as much to this big Darren Bent link. Um, I mean, I guess from that point of view, he's looking for cover, isn't he, really? Um, Harrison's now out for, what, a minimum two months, is it? What's he? What's he done? I can't actually. I, something I don't quite actually bad, know. isn't it? An- I think it was, an- yeah. was it ankle, ankle ligaments, something like that. Maybe it was a nasty one. Mm. Um, so you know, I think it's just getting someone experienced in, and obviously Walters we've lost now. I mean, okay, all very well to mention Lancaster, but he's got there's well, there's no experience there at all. So to answer the question, there's not too oh, much sorry. emphasis on on, on that, <laughs> yeah, because you you think you think we need we need just someone then, but uh, from oh, what, what Mark's okay, saying, what if, not necessarily what, to play. To be starting? Oh no 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 it's quite no I mean what what happens next you know next week QPR for heaven forbid Sears having a good game rolls his ankle you know it's, you really you, you think well you've just got Jackson then no you, you you probably do need to get someone else in whether Darren Bent is that person I don't know certainly you would think if someone like that comes in surely it has to be a pay and play, pay as you play deal for Christ's sake. Okay, uh, Chris Denny, um, question one. If we don't win the next three to four games, are we going to see Paul Hurst struggling to keep his job? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Whether you want to protect yourself whilst online or just get access to more streaming content, NordVPN has the solution for you. And are now in partnership with us here at Blue Monday. NordVPN can be your cyber bodyguard whilst you're browsing online, but it also allows you to access more streaming content from abroad like sporting events, box sets or films. With one click of a button, NordVPN can digitally transport you to the US, Australia or Amsterdam. For the price of an ITFC match programme each month, you can subscribe to NordVPN and have access to these great services. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, head to nordvpn.com slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast description. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, so get yourself a great deal and support the podcast in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yes. Well, again, you know, the pressure is going to mount, as I said before. You know, if we lose to QPR and don't get a result against QPR, the pressure will just, the Swansea result will be will be parked, you know, especially if, like last weekend, a bit of a freak weekend, if those teams around us all pick up points. And, but, Dave, uh, we've been waiting. Preston and Millwall are not going to finish in the bottom four. I'm sorry. I, 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 I wouldn't. Yeah, you're not. probably right. No, you're probably you know, right. You're yeah. far more likely to see Bolton swap over yeah. 
with as them. they have. And do, do you know what? Yeah. I, even though I love Tony Mowbray, they just don't win enough games. And if you take Dak out of Dak out of there, you can see a downward trend for Blackburn as well. I think you're looking yeah. at you're looking at Rotherham, Hull, Reading, Bolton, yeah. and maybe yeah. I'm clutching at straws. I just want to try and pull as many as many teams down there as possible. But... Yeah, but you're right. Dak is a bit of a key for Blackburn, is it? I don't see them. Perhaps I, should, I don't think we should mention them in that. But yeah, that that example of taking a player out on a team. Uh, let me mention Birmingham as well. If they, you know, they're they're very draw heavy. They're very first eleven reliant, and there's the possibility they could have a points deduction. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So you 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 injure, I I don't know, Jukovic or yeah. Jota yeah. or whoever, and add a points yeah. deduction. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, that's yeah. That's all of a sudden looking very different as well, isn't it? Yeah. Although they get they're very good at surviving now, aren't they? They're they're kind of like the the West Brom of the the Championship, how they were in the. Those points are, yeah. Um, can Dazelle Edward Sears become a 50 plus goals a season machine if their relationship continues Don't to build? We're talking uh, Kuki Miller and um, Darren Bent here, Dave. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I don't see it. No, not yet. No, no. Oh, I say, oh, sorry, if their relationship, but who knows? Seasons to come. I mean, Al Sears, 28, 29, is Put he a number now? on He's it not... then, Dave. Put a number on it. Within the next, potentially within the next. Four seasons, there you go. But Dizel, I would have thought, if that, if that, well, let's put a caveat on that. I mean, if they do develop, do develop like that, certainly Dizel won't be here for starters. Um, this is Dan Glozier. Uh, is there a case to be made which would suggest that our youngsters, uh, Downs, Nydam, Bishop, would have transitioned into the squad and Championship football and made more of an impact than League One and Two signings? Yeah, I think we almost mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I can see they would have done, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, certainly, Mr. Nolan, I thought um, so far he really hasn't shown anything that I don't think any of those would have been uh, would have been capable of. It's always tricky, isn't it? When someone comes in and doesn't do well, you immediately assume that whoever was was in there would have done would have. Well, done again, better. I refer back to Mills, who's far better qualified than any of us, who, who who says it pretty much every week. You know what it comes down to? He says the player are these players that have been sent on loan, and these Dazelle, Downs, Nidham, other players brought in any better than those? And no. But then to just to just to play devil's advocate, is there not statistical evidence that at League One level, John Nolan is way better than because <laughs> he got yeah. ten goals or whatever last <laughs> yeah. season? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a jump. It's a, it's, it's the jump, isn't it? It's the jump yeah. and the uh, and the players learning to adapt. You know, yeah. okay. it's, it's a big jump. Uh, Dan adds, with the first win notched, and from what you've seen this season, what do you feel is the team's best formation with our personnel? Yuck. We always end up saying three five two here, don't we? Yeah, but it's, but not it's gonna never going to be. It's <laughs> yeah. never going to be, is it? You know, I, I think like Jackson and Sears through the middle was quite exciting and some serious pace there, but that ain't going to happen, is You're it? You're so short in midfield these days. <laughs> yeah, everyone else has got three three bodies yeah. in in the middle there, and and he's know. not going to break up Shalabar and Skews now. I don't think, is he? I think I we've really think said he should, that. Dave. No, no, no. I agree. No. I agree. No, absolutely. So. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the the one up top, isn't it? Do you think there's a bit of a case here as well that it was always gonna be four two three one? He's finding the right guys. Do you think we might see some 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 players out the door in January who don't fit it? Quite right. Yeah, quite quite possibly. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. then that will make I think because I think the point Dan's making is that I mean the one thing the one thing I would say and I think you've made the point is perhaps 
the skews and Shalabar roles they fulfil. You, I think you've said before you would swap them over. Yeah, that would have to be the system, though. That would have to yeah. be. I, I just think I remember going to Cardiff last year, and I know it wasn't a great game, but Skews sat on his own, and he, he was really quite good, you know, sitting on his own. And you see this big physical Chalaber who's absolutely brilliant at receiving the ball in in tight space, and you think, put put the guy Skews needs space, and Chalaber doesn't. Put the guy. Put the guy who needs space in the space, and the guy who doesn't in the in in the tight areas. In the tight areas, but yeah. there's you know, Hurst knows <laughs> knows more about this than we do, and um, yeah, it'll he be it'll, it'll be it'll be very uh, interesting. But going back to one of the previous questions, we we don't have uh, uh, Ward got a lot of praise the other day, um, but he, he was literally twenty yards further back than Edwards for most of the game. Yeah, yeah, you know, he did on he did on Suffolk. They said they thought probably it was his best game in the season. But he was he was very useful. But was he a good left winger in that game? Mm, okay. You know, he's, yeah. he's very, very, very useful and um, always stretches teams. But he wants to stretch teams. I I don't know. It's the whole left winger thing. Um, Carbold massive. Um, do I trade in the orange bike for the red one? Um, you can't see the you can't see the picture there, Dave. Ooh, can yeah. you? Um, yeah. I'm not sure, but I'm quite scared of going on. Maybe Cobalt Massive will take me on the back of his on the back of his bike. Have you ever been on a motorbike, Dave? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. scary. Bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not for years, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't didn't take didn't take to it. No. Um, Simo. A lot of people have opinions on what's going on at ICFC on the pitch and behind the scenes. Do you think it would be a good idea for Marcus Evans to do three to four interviews through the season to keep fans in the loop? Be a lovely idea, won't it? I mean, but I don't know. Does he need to? I think think the fans were so divided over over his first one back in when was it March? Wasn't it end of March? Um, I mean, who knows? He may he may well be. <laughs> yeah, he may well be doing one fairly soon. Um, you know, if results, if we don't start, you know, if if we don't pick up many more wins, who knows? You know. Um, but yeah, that'd be that'd be great. But I can't see it. Wouldn't Wouldn't you just rather he? Rather than doing a, and I'm going to get in trouble again. Rather than doing a completely scripted, worked interview that he just commented every every couple of weeks. I don't. Um, I think that interview was useful, but it was only useful because he's a recluse. You know, yeah. if he, yeah. I, I think there's a different way to to play it, and it can, you know, even for the likes of me who pissed and moaned, it can still be scripted, but it'd just be nice to nice to hear from him in a bit yeah. more regular because what what it does as well Dave it becomes a little bit of becomes a little bit of a circus doesn't it oh here comes the interview when's the interview it's coming out next Tuesday do you remember do you remember the two weeks before you know poor old Steve Pierce is getting when's the interview oh, when's the interview yeah, when's we need the date yeah. oh yeah, he's filmed it, was, it right he's filmed it, it. we leak. know he's filmed yeah. it now when's it coming out when's it coming yeah. out oh it's coming you know yeah. real, it just yeah. became a bit of a because I think you're, I think you're right. Probably just the odd, yeah, you know, the odd comment every now and again would uh, would certainly help. But no, unless something fairly seismic happens, I don't see any more interviews, any more interviews like that anytime soon, really. No, uh, Simon Wise um, is Andre Dazelle really the key to everything and our ticket to the promised land? Oh, of course, he's not. No, no, he's not. Um, He's going to just having him, as you said at Swansea last week, just having him on the pitch and, you know, the little bit of class he brings to the team is, is obviously helps. But 
No, he's not up. Well, well, you, well. There's a, yeah. There's another point of looking at. Can you build a team up? around him and then sell him on for forty million? Well, this is well. Okay, this is. I mean, let's let's go back twenty seasons. This is how we got into the Premier League in the first place when we sold Kieran Dyer, obviously. So, mm. from looking at it from that point of view, potentially yes. Yeah. yeah the thing is, I mean, he's the one. He at has the moment. to. He has to be as good as Madison was for Norwich. Um, as influential, yeah. As as influential, and yeah. that's twenty a twenty five million player. And I I think, yeah, I think you're right. I don't think that player gets us promoted on his own. Um, no. I don't think anyone gets anyone promoted on their own from the championship. Hey, wrong. Dyer, you know, Dyer didn't get us promoted on his own. What what it did, he gave us the funds for, and then you know, fortunately, Burley went out and chose the right chose the right players to get us promoted, mm. didn't he? But it was yeah, you know, very much on the back of. On, as we understand, on the back of that, um, you know, the chairman gave him that gave him that fee, didn't he? Mm, interesting. Uh, Tom Beckett, how much credibility do you give to the social media claims of bullying, etc.? And we'll be careful when we talk about this within the club regarding the new management, especially in the light of the post-win celebrations between players and management. Anything Dave is about to say does not endorse bullying, and we have no evidence of that going on within the club. Away you go, Dave. I don't know if I understand. I've missed something here. What, what, what was it? It's, I think it's more doig stuff. We just have to be careful of accusing oh, any, anybody of bullying I think we answered. Look, we, I think we answered that. So earlier on, with regard to what our thoughts on with regard to to Doig and his general, you know, what about the celebrations persona? between, um, you know, this lovely picture of Chambers and Hurst hugging at the end of the game at Swansea? Did that dispel anything? <sighs> Not really. I don't. Don't. Well, you'd 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 have, you'd have thought so if that if that perception has 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 built up that there is bad feeling there. I I just don't see. I don't know. You know, we don't. We'll never. How can we answer that? We just we just will never know really. Mm. You know, um, Jacks Jacks Larder, who has been the unsung hero of the first games? I know, of course, Edwards is playing well, but who's in the background pulling the strings? <sighs> Probably skews, yeah, I guess to a degree. Are the, are the earlier games, I, I, I think. Um, that's an odd, <laughs> odd question, really. Um, I think Chalabar's done. Chalabar's done well. All right, a bit careless in possession, as we said before. I like the way he's coming to the team, and I like the way, as we said, he's very comfortable on the ball. Um, sometimes he's one of these players that he's great. He's great receiving the ball in tight situations, a bit like Titus Bramble was. Okay, he's an out-and-out defender, but you know, we always said when Titus had time to perhaps think a bit more, he was a bit careless in possession. So yeah, Chalabar is unsung as such. Um, you can definitely see a line of improvement with Jalabar from the last yeah, four definitely. games to the first day. Skews, as we've always said, you know, he, he gets bad press, does it? Social media, one thing or another. But Skews is always, a, 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 I always think, a decent level, doesn't he? He's a, isn't consistent, fairly 7 what out of 10. What about Gherkin Skews. and Chambers? Gherkin's done very well, hasn't he? you got to say. Um, <sighs> we'd all love, I think, I don't know what, you know, Bart. Look, I don't think there's a lot between Bart and Gherkin. There's going to be a I really question don't. on this, I think, in a bit, Dave. Yeah, I don't think there's a huge amount between Bart and Gherkin. Chambers, I think Chambers has had an OK season. He had a bit of certainly an aberration against... He didn't have his greatest game against um, <laughs> against Borough, did he? But I think he was fairly much back to... Again, back to his sort of mean... mean you know, mean average... Um, you know, performance at Swansea, wasn't so it? So weird. Again. Um, like, lining up these players and talking about big mistakes... Bart had a couple. Gherkin yeah. had one at Birmingham. Chambers had one against Middlesbrough. 
Benciala's had a couple and got away with them, I think. I think, I think the issue with Bart is perhaps he had a couple of perceived, perceived glaring errors, I don't know, but mm. over perhaps a course of three games, perhaps, but and that was when... Chalobah had, had the falling asleep at the corner at Sheffield Wednesday, didn't he? Um, yeah. there's a lot of players have put in big mistakes in vital vital time and that's the thing and i think and i think perhaps and and that and they probably did if you look back at the game last week ben they probably did but last week we got away with it didn't we to a degree we weren't it seems that all these mistakes most of the yeah majority of these mistakes that we have made um has just led to what i would say on that is it was a bit different last week because we didn't get punished by a good swansea team i don't recall any glaring horrible mistakes last week do you know what no, i mean we just, we it just wasn't an actual you know left winger was doing pennington and what whoever whereas pace wasn't it yeah, wednesday you won yeah. one with 10 minutes to go you get that oh, silly wow. red card and then bart loses the plot from the corner and it bounces about and goes yeah. in the goal as hurst before he can even make the the sub he was going to make you know it's there you go. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Nuts, as another ITFC player is called up for international duty, which is great on the one hand, but on the other hand, does having the spotlight on our best players mean we will inevitably lose them too soon? R.E. Edwards, I think. Um, well, obviously, it's additional exposure for Edwards. Will it mean we'll lose him too soon? He's done very well for us, but, you know, let's see um, Let's see how he progresses for the rest of the season. What's his really? value now, Dave? So we got him for what? 750 750. <laughs> I mean, you think so? He's what he's chipped in with three goals, two assists, is it? Three and two, something like that. Three uh, and three. Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't get the assist because it was an own goal. Um, oh, think, okay. Yeah. So three goals, three goals, championship, played 12 games. So extrapolate that over season. That's goals, well, at least yeah, double, 10, double, 12, fig, yeah. double figures from a wide player. Sort of wide. Yeah, that's going to be another half a million on his value, isn't it? At least. Come on, Dave. Tom Lawrence went for 7 million after. <laughs> yeah, after okay. Top. Th- yeah, okay. Those Tom, goals in. Yeah, Tom Lawrence. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Tom Lawrence. as much comparison yet. No, okay. I'm just talking about the numbers. You can compare the numbers. I, 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 I can see you know, saying... I, 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 I look, yeah, maybe. Maybe two million. I don't know. don't know. Daniel Hill. Um, Daniel, quickly, my Safari keeps splitting the... Um, he's an expert in Mac, isn't he? Um, it keeps splitting my screen and leaving a big black thing and I can't do anything down the side let me know Daniel says any plans for Dave to bring back his gilet now Dave Dave has an excellent Tim Sherwood style um, I do yeah, do you work for golf oh. is, it, is it a golf thing no it's, not. I no, know. it's I don't know about golf. No, I thought it might no, have been a golf not, thing. No, it's not a golf thing. No, I used to wear it. No, this goes back to um, what we were talking about earlier. I used to wear it to those early mornings and late nights at the at the in the bunker, didn't I? Because Sometimes you used to come on your on your push bike, didn't you? I did used to come on my push bike. On my, I did, I did. Um, bit bit training, but um, no, no, I used to reserve that for the early mornings and the uh, the late nights in the bunker when sometimes you'd get in and sorry, Dave, you know, heating ain't been on all weekend and it's been like <laughs> minus ten outside. <laughs> So we'd, be sit, we'd be sitting there around around us sort of on a microphone like huddled up like, like this uh simon have you had any players ex-players tell you they listen any other celebrity fans dave do any players listen to this podcast i think they don't i was under the impression they all listen to it i think they they'll take notes don't they yeah, copious so. notes as listen yeah, um, yeah, yeah what about you because you you move you move more in that world than me do you think um who who if you come across you think might listen to it um, I wouldn't like to say I'm. I'm not aware. 
factually of anybody that does. Um, but it but would you be think nice. we sold any tickets to players? Were the, were the players? I think the whole first team squad was going to come on after the West Brom game, weren't they? There they wasn't. Were be the there wasn't. M, M McCarthy bought one, but um, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Connor. M McCarthy of um, somewhere in Kent. Yeah, Bromley. But, M McCarthy Bromley. Yeah, but he's off to. Um, He's off to, I think, I think he's off the, to Birmingham, the, isn't he? Oh, no, he's not. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, no. I think the biggest, um, I bet it's potential celebrity, perhaps, who'd, who'd be, who's a fan is um, probably GB, isn't it? Must yeah. Be. Yeah. Ipswich Town legend. Oh. Yeah. Um, Tim, hi, Ben and Dave. What have been the individual highlights of the season so far? And then the low light. Was Edward scoring against Norwich the, the highlight or did you did you know we weren't going to win anyway? So no, that was a highlight, was it? I liked the first goal of the season. That was a great goal, wasn't it? The Edwards and first yeah, goal. Yeah, you're totally great. right. Because that, that was set, that, that just set. Wow, here we go. Three four minutes, minutes in, in, in stadium oh, full, oh, sun oh, shining. We're going to win eight nil and be top of the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that for me that was the high point so far. Um, yeah, I mean obviously the Chalabar winner last week must have been quite special. It'll be there to see that ultimately yeah, what yeah. turns out to be the winner. But I think Edward yeah, Edward's Norwich and Edward's first goal of the season so far. Uh, in yeah. terms of the low lights, just a couple of away games where you you show up and like Hull, it's literally two minutes and, and they've scored. Inevitable. And Inevitable. um although um and Rich won't mind me calling him out, um in the WhatsApp group, Swansea scored and Rich was like, Okay, game over. And yeah, yeah. so it's unusual for Rich because Rich usually calls substitutions ten minutes. Ten before minutes they before they occur. Oh, yeah. he's getting some spot on. Yeah, but I think I was. Um, I could have easily posted that as well, Rich. So don't won't worry about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Low lights probably just anything in that whole game that wasn't that wasn't a lot of fun. Critical. Although I did have nice tapas beforehand. So nice. Every, that- Every I even crowd. forgot the results. They scored a late one, didn't they? Bowen scored. They scored at no. the beginning and at the end, at and we end. didn't do a lot in between. And yeah, and we've we've rubbish. And then they like lost three 0 to Reading the next week, and it's yeah, not great. Graham Downey, will Nudson get a new contract, or will he go on a free in the summer? I'll add in there, will he go for a fee in January? Oh yeah, potentially fee in January. Yeah, come on, step in, young Kenlock. Um, so I've I've lost track with Nudson. What is he? He's out. Of, so end so of that year, means he's, he's out of the end of year. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, don't get Danish World Cup player on the bench last night for Denmark. Didn't come on by all accounts. I think they played the Republic nil nil, I believe. Um. So yeah, I'd I'd hope someone like Nudson, uh, no matter what we all, what we think of, he we would get a fee for him. So he's still relatively young, isn't he? I'd hope if he does go, he go he'd go in January. We'd at least get something for him rather than let his contract run run out. And I'm always interested with Nudson because um, I I think he's really solid and for championship I think I think you could do a lot lot worse but uh, a lot of, it's lot just of people... his, I think it's his distribution that that annoys people yeah his and his final ball in certain I mean certain when he gets it right he pings it but yeah his, his distribution and his his general um, bad <laughs> bad play sometimes but look I like him I you know I I like him left side of a of a back three, but that's not gonna that's not gonna think, happen anytime soon. I just think if you're Ipswich, you, uh, you you're not you're just not gonna have eleven really good players. And I think every now and then you feel but, you need to fill the team up with guys who are reliable, solid. Yeah. That as it's, Paul Lambert would say, run for a brick wall for me. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't I mean you, you tell me horrible mistakes Nudson's Nudson's made. That no, 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 led not to many. Goals. But is he the one? Do you think it's either one player that fans? associate with the previous manager's bad football 
possibly. Yeah. Possibly. That's threat. And threat, I, I, I suppose it. everyone's He's like, well, Kenlock can do that you know, job anyway. So Yeah, exactly. You know, and you'd see him hoof one up the line and it'd go out of play. And, you know, I think people thought he was crap under McCarthy, you know, so why is he there? But I agree. I, I think he's solid enough. But I think, yeah, as, as Mill said, Dave, everyone seems to... Kenlock in the final third has certainly got the edge. Dave, can I just say as well, in a couple of games where we've been stinking the, it up and crap, yeah. Um, yeah. there's been periods where we can't get out. And do you know what's brought us out? It's bloody Knudsen sprinting up the line and then for yeah. the next five minutes we're we're up the pitch and oh i i, I you know i remember I, the, I mean you know but you can be it's just sometimes that final ball do you remember norwich away last year that oh, yeah you know i just, I, just I remember all ball. these things i just i just is is he average good bad he, he, he he's definitely not bad do, do you know what i mean it's, oh don't get me wrong nidson yeah. would would Get in a lot of champ would get in at left back in a lot of championship teams. Come on, because he would, he would. Mm, interesting. But I think we've. I think the the thing there is 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 the elephant in the room, as you'd like you like to call it, is is Kenlock. You know, people can see how how promising promising he is. I mean, I think there's a case in point. You said about you know the mistakes, any glaring mistakes Nudson's made. I certainly can recall one or two that Kenlock's made, for instance. So. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, Chris Rand. When Hurst was appointed, many fans said that as long as they saw rebuilding for the future, a mid-table finish would be fine. Would you agree that if we are building our way to mid-table after 46 games, then bottom three after just 12 is what we should have expected? Um, can I take that one, Dave? Yeah, go. Um, possibly. The, the only problem is for statistical brains like me is that bottom three after 12 games means that you have to perform above mid-table level to even get to mid-table level. So bottom three after 12 games means that if you do perform at mid-table level, you'll still be in the bot for the rest of the season. You know, like you were saying, 1.3, 1.4 yeah, game. The, you you're you're going to be 17th, not yeah. you know, not mid-table. Um, but what, what's, what's your view, Dave? Is this is this just par for the course? And if we are mid-table, then up we'll go? Like a helium balloon as the season goes on. Mate, if, uh, mate, if we finish, if we finish mid-table, we'd have had a very, very good final three quarter, whatever it is, almost three quarters of the season, won't we? We really will. And to, and you've said before that extrapolating results, you know, what is it? You know, the one and a half, get, you know, we need, we probably one do. and a half will get will not get you playoffs. It will get you like so no, that's but from 69, where, 69 points, one and a half, isn't but, it? But from where where we are now, one and a half points from where we are now. You'd we be, need you'd, that to get yeah, to the middle of the day. 12th or 10th or something, yeah. won't you? Yeah, exactly. I don't know the exact exactly. numbers. What we'll say, yeah. Dave, though, is I think the points are going to be... I think it will be quite lower. like... I, I think I think the top will be lower and the bottom will be higher, which is slightly worrying because I don't see... There's no there's no Rotherham or um, Portsmouth when they had no money or whatever no, where there's... everyone's going to take four points off them. Yeah. And there's no Newcastle... Um, up the top to to take yeah, points off, points. Yeah, yeah, to take points. So I think it might be yeah. squished up. Um, uh, this is Muller. Which ITFC manager season does Hurst's reign remind you of so far, and why? Oh, Christ. Um. Well, yeah, so far, is, yeah, the last of the Paul Jewel. Well, it's not a season, is it? It's like a bit of a season, but yeah, probably the yeah, certainly beginning of the last Paul Jewel is season. Is there not more of a... Virtually, po- the same, virtually in the same position, aren't we? Yeah, th- uh, I think the big false equivalence with that is that Jewel had had 
three years and spent a load of money. Oh, yes, a good point. You know, so prior to get there. So is is it not? So oh, Bobby's first. I mean, so Bobby's oh, first um, season. So Bobby's first season. In terms of that, it was the first season. Well, not really. I mean, so his first full season, yeah, probably, because his first season, he came in January, didn't he? So you're looking at 16, 68, 69, 69, 70. And yeah, we were. We were struggling. We were struggling to, uh, you know, to survive. So, yeah, that's probably a good point. Roy Keane's, I mean, you know, Roy Keane's first season. All right. Ultimately, it, it turned out OK. But Christ almighty, first full season. We didn't win for how many? Till corresponding Saturday. Well, I think, yeah, it almost dovetails, isn't it? I think we... Could have even been November when Wright scored against Derby and we won. Let's um, hope the next few years are more Robson than Keane or Jewel. Um, he adds, if you had to pick one former manager player to come back and take over from him, <laughs> a bit, bit of an agenda here, um, who would it be and why? That's a difficult one, that, isn't it? Yeah. One former manager oh, one former manager player to come in and take over from Hurst, who would it be? Who's the best qualified former ITFC person to come back? <laughs> Well, obviously, George qualified. Probably George, isn't it? But if that ship's probably mm. sailed, hasn't it? I think we covered that. Um, is Dave sure he's still 50% of the podcast as per his bio? Oh, I've got to change it then. Obviously not, am well, I? Well, well I'm, I'm actually, no, I'm a, I'm a probably 12.5%. Am yeah, I? How but many you're, we got? On, you're on every week though, aren't you? Uh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's asked that? Uh, Mullet. Oh, he asked three. Yeah, oh, okay. I think he's probably yeah, teasing you. Um, I'd like to say probably, here that yeah. Dave is a vitally important part of the podcast and I will defend my man to the hill and highly That's valued great. and highly highly popular when he's not here. Yeah, cheers, Ben. Thanks, buddy, for fighting my corner. Good <laughs> question, though, Mullet. I'll, I'll have to think carefully about that. Yeah. I've thought about it. Yeah, I do. Why don't you put founding member founding of the Blue, member. Of the Blue Monday yeah. podcast? Yeah. That's probably more more accurate. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Harry, can you see us kicking on now and beating QPR? Yes, no reason. Um, also, how are you feeling about Arsenal Spurs' interest in Andre Dazelle? I think we covered that last week. Bit of lazy journalism, I think. He's had 80, what has he had? Well, 80 plus 80 minutes plus 10 minutes. So, bit of lazy journalism. But, yeah, if he keeps, uh, you know, performing and... Um, as we all know he can do and I think he's capable of, then that's only going to uh, uh, get greater, isn't it, that interest? Luke Moles, where do you both see ITFC being in five years' time? <laughs> Should we say, what, 15th in the championship? <laughs> <laughs> like the way this season's going, that would be an achievement, I think. Um, I mean, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, well, don't they... forget, Sheep, Mr. Sheepshanks had a five-year had a five-year plan. Um, I tell you what, I don't. I don't see in five years. I, I think we'll more more than likely have a different owner. Wow, wow. Um, there's there's a couple of scenarios. Surely, best, best case scenario is we're in the top half of the championship, challenging with Paul Hurst as the manager. That's the best case yeah. scenario. Worst yeah. case is we're we're not in the championship anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we're not. Yeah, we're in a. Um, not. Alex Pryke says, "Do you think the Luke Chambers will be looked at as an Ipswich Town?" icon can i can i start on this one dave so Go on. so difficult because in terms of what chambers has um has done he should be but would he have got in the 99-2000 team no can you compare him to franz tyson <laughs> carry on so i think he's a, i think he's gonna be 
he should be in the Hall of Hall of Fame. Oh, well, definitely, absolutely. But in definitely. terms of an icon, I just think when you're when you're dealing with Tyson and Brazil and Gates and and look at look at Beatties. where and, and yeah and look at where they played their football and who they played their football against you know yeah Luke Chambers I uh, love him we all love him and we love his passion and we love him as a leader and as a player you know and his importance wrong, so over the past I mean, absolutely yeah he's held it together I really do I really think that but um, no I don't think you can talk about him in that in the same breath as that but he certainly I mean how many games is he two hundred seven thousand seven thousand games so yeah he should certainly <laughs> one day. I, yeah, certainly one day. Yeah, <laughs> certainly one day should I'd have thought turn someone like that should turn out in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, this is Joe's question you talked about. Review of the twelve signings, please. Go on, then. shoot, go on. I'll give him. What are we going to do? Marks out a ten or hit or miss? What are we going to do? Oh, hit, miss or maybe. I like that. Hit, miss or maybe. Let's the go. thing is, can we think of the twelve signings? Okay, Guion Edwards, hit. Hit. Caden Jackson, hit. Maybe. Oh, okay. Um. Janoi Danassian. Hit. Maybe. Hit. Maybe. maybe. Um, Jordan Graham. Maybe. No. Miss. 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 Yeah, very miss, miss. Double miss. Tao Aiden. Miss. Oh, that's a maybe. I like him. Do you think so? Trevor Shalabar. He He's not playing. Oh, hit. Hit? Okay, yeah. Hit. Shalabar, um, yeah. I'm struggling. Matthew Pennington. Hit. Oh, definitely hit, yeah. Harrison. Maybe. Uh, Harrison's a maybe. Um, Toto and Ciala. Maybe. Yeah, that's very much a maybe at the moment. Want it to be a hit. John Nolan, miss. Oh, big miss. So far, we hope we're wrong. Toto and Ciala, maybe, hopefully a hit, because he could become a cult. I think he could become a a man you to tea, couldn't he? A cult figure. Oh, hopefully a bit better than that, yeah. Well, no, but you know what I mean, that sort of cult figure. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, I I always like, you know, just seeing him and hearing him him speak is great, you know, this yeah. John Walters, miss. Well, obviously, yeah. Um, Sorry, yeah, that's miss, 11. Yeah. Is there another uh, loan or someone? Uh, eh, ooh, Jordan Graham. Oh, I don't know. We've probably missed someone. Someone's screaming at it. It's probably the most obvious one, isn't it? Um, I can't think of anyone yeah, else. I can't think of anyone. I think we've done that nice and quickly. Uh, Tyg, yeah. what does success look like this season now we're well into it? Is it simply survival or are we looking for and expecting more? Survival. Yeah, it's got. To, we just got to get out of the bottom three before we. Got to be survival for survival, and, it, and it's good. You know those teams that you mentioned. They're the teams, aren't they? The Hulls, the Rotherhams, the Reddings. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, Chris has had one. Rich um, of our parish relegation, a chance to regroup and rebuild and bounce back stronger, or potentially the beginning of the end as a perennial top tier club. No, I see it. I, I don't see relegation as a good idea. No. Of course, I don't see it as a good idea at all. But I don't see that. I don't see this club at the moment having that structure at the moment, given the infrastructure of the club, having that, having enough to, to bounce. Yeah, to bounce straight mm. back up like a Norwich or a Southampton who have come back and gone, gone right through the champion. Don't see it. Uh, Barry, do you feel like Bart should get his place back in the team, like a lot of town fans are saying, or do you agree, like myself, that? Um, we have two really good goalkeepers. It's good to see that they are being given a chance to battle the show. Can I can I start on that one, Dave? Yeah, go on. I think I think the people that have issue have issue with him being dropped in the first place. Um, the issue now is, I think most sensible people would agree. Sorry, that's unfair of me to say that. I, I'll tell. I say my opinion. It would be unfair now to drop to drop Gherkin. Um, so the issue is, should he have been dropped in the first place rather than should he get his place back? Is that is because he surely he can't now put him back in, Dave? Can he? Oh, he can't. 
No, it's going to take it's <laughs> it's going to take um, either, and I don't even see one, a couple of horrific games for him, I think, or an injury. I think Bart's mm. best chance for. It sounds awful for Kirk because you won't wish this on anyone, but Bart's best chance of getting back and from everyone, you know, everyone who wants Bart is going to mean an injury. Dave, to, hopefully I'm, not a bad one to Kirk in. If I'm John, if, if, otherwise, he's, he's going to cost us. It's going to cost us. If I'm John Terry or Dean Smith, I'm signing Bart in January. Yeah. Villa need a yeah. goalie, don't they? Really? No, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, another one from Barry, slightly self-indulgent one, Dave. Uh, did you think the Blue Monday podcast would be as successful it has, as it has been? <laughs> Are we success? Are we successful? Success is oh. when you go to a game and someone oh, cares go. about your opinion. <laughs> Actually, that is quite nice when people come up. Oh, yeah, that, that's been quite nice. Um, I don't know. I mean, we started it off as we walked down memory lane. We started it off and it was me and you and a bit of fun, wasn't it? Um, and not that it still is. Obviously, it still is fun. Don't we? I wouldn't do it if it wasn't. Um, I mean, it's great. I mean, Christ, that's down to you. You work hard and you've got other people yeah, But involved. we never expected to have a, a team and three shows per no. week in YouTube and, no. you know, no. all these but other podcasts does, and things. Well, it's on. quite nice. All these guys, you know, obviously most of them, most of the guys we got involved, like obviously Stat. Stats uh, was really the third member. Stat, um, Rich, and guys like and Joe, and guys like that, have been, and Mikey, I think, Harry, we all knew anyway, have all contributed, been contributors to the show from day one. So that's that's kind of nice, isn't it? Mm. Um, what should we go for? MW1. Will Bart or Jonas be sold in January? Will we address the fullback situation in January? What other player positions? Talk to me about Bart and Jonas in January. <clears throat> yeah, well, you said. You said Villa. There's, there's, a, there's a case in point. Villa, new manager. Uh, well, new manager. And Terry's gone in there as well. That's quite interesting. Terry hasn't... It's quite odd, that one. They were talking about this on TalkSport the other day. Terry um, Smith has taken his number yeah, two. Yeah, he's not the... There as well. Is so it O'Kelly, the... Assistant. I'm not actually sure. Yeah, he's not I, the I'm assistant. not actually sure. So he's not the assistant. So that's a. But I can understand getting Terry involved and great for Terry. You know, if he's looking to follow, you know, the likes of Jerry. Uh, you know, put him in his. Yeah, but Dave, do you remember? Uh, Dave, uh, do you remember when? Um, sorry, I'm trying to think who who it was. Someone got hired by QPR while Chris Ramsey was the manager. It wasn't Warnock. I can't remember. And we That's both possibly. said on the podcast, oh, he'll be the manager in three weeks' time. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? That having that... Yeah. Having that yeah. figure. Was Harry? Was Harry at QPR? Anyway, I can't oh, it was Harry. Um, it was Harry. Was it? it was, wasn't it? Oh, I don't, I don't oh, remember. I, can't remember. I, don't, I don't recall. Um, They've had so yes, many managers. So, so I think nail on the head there, Ben. Um, yeah, Bart, you can see a team like Villa, as you, you, you said a couple of questions ago, coming in for someone like Bart, needed goalkeeper in January. Um and um, yeah, and, and the same with Knudsen. All, all I said, with, as I said, again, a few questions back with Knudsen. Yeah, if he does go and if he has to go, yeah, go in January because I mean we get a fee for him. Um, this is Super France. How many points are required before the next international break, which is five games? So what we got? So five. On, well, Dave, can I just talk numbers with you here now? Because <laughs> everybody, everybody likes to trot out. They look at the games and they say, oh, home game, we should probably win against Preston or whatever. Let me just talk numbers with you, Dave. Okay, because um, I've done the research on this now. And you uh, and I have been quite... Research. research. Yeah, you and I have been quite accurate on this, that... We know in the championship, if you get two points per game, you'll either finish first or second. If you get 1.8 or 1.75, you'll finish in the Likely. playoffs. Yeah. 
If you yeah. get 1.5, you'll be just outside. I looked at the bottom, and it's so strange, Dave. It's pretty much across the board for 10 years, one point per game, and you'll be safe. So 46 points will keep you safe. But there's two really strange years in there where it's like 55. <laughs> so, and I think what happened in those years, Dave, is the number 24 has got no points. So number yeah, 23 and number 22, yeah. Have, yeah. Uh, everything is artificially higher. And yeah. I'm a bit concerned this year that it's going to be more than one point per game. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be 50 for for survival this season based on the fact there's no runaway leader and no abject terrible and i hate to say the worrying the, the worrying thing for me is today and i sort of do spread the doom and gloom as we've already lost to hull and rotherham haven't we right there you go <laughs> so i think you've got to i think we've all got to be sensible here and we've got to look at one point per game at the moment we're nine points from 12 which is 0.75 so if you add the next five games on dave um which would be 17 games, then that would mean we would want, for one point per game, we'd want eight points from the next five games. Yeah, I looked at those games this morning, actually, I think, and I, I could, I sort of thought, yeah, eight points. So it's interesting what you said. that goes back to your, your point, though, Dave. Eight points over five games is, what, 1.4 or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. We have to be in quite good form now for the rest of the season to get anywhere near the middle of the table. That's... That's the thing, and I think we need to look very realistically. That tell you, Ben, Ben, it's a it's a it's a very big game coming up this Saturday. I, I tell you, you can't. I don't think you can put enough um, emphasis on that game this Saturday, especially especially after the first win at Swansea, because look what we got in the week. So you lose that. You lose Saturday. You lose Saturday to QPR, and that's another bid. two games ticked off, Dave. And Leeds yeah. away. Well, sorry, <laughs> that's another two games ticked off, and you're really scrapping for points. I'm not that we aren't now, but you really are then. Um, and that really builds up the pressure for the likes of those, what we would class as perhaps hopefully winnable games coming up, the Prestons, the Reddings and games like that. Did you take my point, though? I need to see um, statistically. And this, this is the thing as well. is People always do this. They look at the table and they look at teams down the bottom and think, oh, if they just get two points per game for seven games, they could survive. Teams at the bottom are bad. They don't yeah. get two points. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Everyone just looks at it yeah. and thinks, oh, we'll we'll jump up. And, you know, you've seen it before. I remember one season, Burton, like, got um, seven points from three games oh, right near the one. end of the season or something. And they were yeah. dead and buried. And they got they yeah, got out of it just incredibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that that's very rare. I think the... I genuinely think the first target is one point per game. Yeah. Which is not possible yeah. for another two games. Because if no. you win the next game, you've got 12 points from 13. And then you win the next game, you're at one point per game. So there you go. To get one point per game by the next two games, you have to win away at Leeds and beat QPR. We're doomed, aren't we? We're bloody doomed. We're not doomed, Dave. But people need to realise that mid-table is a long way off when you're not hitting... Oh, that's ridiculous. When you're not yeah, hitting yeah, relegation People have got to get real. Where we are yeah. now, where we are now. And look, what would be a good correlation is, is the amount of points... Um, McCarthy picked up after coming in. So no, after that was, coming we in, would have been like fourth in the league. Oh, he won his very first game again. Obviously, we had a hell of a run around Christmas. Some, I mean, we someone, po- Dave, someone posted it. Um, it if you'd run, started the it? season when he took over, we would have finished. We got fourth. the playoffs. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, so, look, can you? And where uh, did that get us? Mid mid table. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, it was. I think it was bang, pretty much bang on. Um, I just, I, I can't. I'd love to say I could, but I just can't see that. We've got to, we've got to become the twenty-first best team in the league before we become the seventeenth yeah. best team. Do you know oh, what absolutely. I mean? Um, absolutely. Unfortunately, the way the way it looks right now, and the the whole terror of whatnot. If you gave a lot of, with knowing what we know now, 0.75 points per game over a quarter of a season. You give me 21st now. You give me that hull position and oh, 47 points. Yeah, grab it. And Hurst then has a season's experience and consolidates. consolidates. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. that's At the, the moment, now. at the moment, right now, take it, yeah? Hey, we could, we, we could do 1.8 points per game for the next 10 games. And it's like, no, we're comfortable. We're safe. This is, we're, not, we're not going down, you know, but... For us now, that's the, that is the best scenario, isn't it? Um Look, I think people have got, you know, talking about mid-table, yes, lovely, but it's going to take a run like, you know, as you say, quite rightly, like McCarthy had in that first, what, three-quarter season that he had, and it's it's just unlikely. But let, 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 let me put it in real easy numbers as well. So eight points from those five games is two wins, two draws, and one defeat. So that means winning two home games, losing at Leeds, and um, drawing at Millwall and Reading. Um, yeah. That's quite good, Yeah. So yeah, it is. Yeah. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? We could have a decent run. We could take seven points from those five games, two wins and a draw. Yeah. And we're, that's still relegation form. We're still not yeah. at one point per game. People need to understand that those first 10 games without a win, that makes oh, things... Well, well, it's, it's big. It's huge. Yeah, very, very hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine... I mean, I can't imagine we didn't win last... But, you know, we hadn't got those... Which, let's face it, was an unexpected three points last week. And all the teams around you winning, picking up points. Um, yeah. Look, let's hope Let's hope we can. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a season of survival. Wow. Um, right. So, a couple of things to say. We've done... I think some more questions are coming in. have been sat in here. But just to prove that we're not mean with the questions, we've just done an hour and 20 minutes on... <laughs> The questions. So the podcast would be four hours long if we if we answered all the questions every week. Dave, um, you're back. Um, are you back with Statman? This Should be week? back. Yeah, we're both busy at work last week, and Stat had a cold from hell. I spoke to him actually. Very rarely you know, sort of speak to him on the phone, but he actually called and he sounded like crap. Bless him. So hopefully we'll be over that, and we'll be back doing um history show this week. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what day it will go out yet, but yeah, hopefully this week. Uh, Rich and Harry will be back with the Q. PR preview and then we're off to a three game week <laughs> Dave got to hate this yeah you're, you're doing did you say you're doing a game prior to that or the game after Possibly. you staying up there or so you got Possibly. a day off or I might be seeing I know it's half term isn't it yeah I might be seeing Mr McGoldrick on the on the Tuesday <sighs> night yeah, possibly Sheffield United Stoke um, okay so yeah, yeah we'll 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 have a nice. we'll, we'll have a look at that yeah um, where are you up to how many games are you up to so far I don't know like 16 17 good I yeah. think yeah, it's going to be. And what hard. was your total? What was your total roughly last year? Oh, you know, probably sixty-five because it's one less than Russell Osman, isn't it? Isn't oh, it that's right. That's all yeah. your correlation. So you're hoping to uh, hoping to usurp that this this year. See how it goes. No, I don't know. I might just get fed up after <laughs> way through a run out of money or something. Um, yeah. Rich and yeah, Rich and Harry will be back on Friday with the preview show. Um, we don't. I don't know who's on on Sunday. I'm sure you'll be on and I'll be on 
Dave on? Um, who are we playing? I can't remember. Oh, you could be on. Yeah, I'll be on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'll obviously be at that. Someone game. else. Yeah, will, yeah. Someone else will be on. Who's, yeah. who's at? I'm going to break. I'm going to break my away duck soon. I think probably Reading away. Reading. I think is likely. Yeah. There you go. Get yeah. your Reading tickets, David. Joy, Norman joy, Reading away to, to see the joys of a Paul Clement team. And uh, and the joy, another hopefully another joy of a four nil away win as it was oh, last God. season. That'd be good. Yeah take that take that right now um thank you everybody for watching um again live show rescheduled february the 16th please get in touch if you have tickets and you cannot make the second one or for some reason you're grumpy and you don't want to and you want a refund (laughs) um please get in touch via twitter and we'll sort out uh follow and we'll, we'll follow you and do the dm route like that um, follow us on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC. Follow him on Twitter at David Diamond Three. Follow me on Rick. Twitter at Benjamin Bloom. All the other guys are in there. Follow everyone. Follow me and I'll follow you. I like a bit of Genesis. Genesis, we like a bit of that. And this can't recommend that highly yes, by, enough. Get on it. Absolutely brilliant. For those listening on the podcast, David's holding yeah. up the Kevin Beatty story. The greatest player England never have. Back in print now. Back in print. <laughs> fantastic book and a great insight into the yeah as you say the greatest the greatest the greatest player we ever had greatest yeah yeah the greatest um thank you everybody (laughs) we should stop we should stop thank you everybody for watching and we will see you this week in ITFC history preview show and flagship show thanks Ben see you soon mate bye bye it's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.